All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. This is the 3v3 edition, apparently, because we are, God, we are thrown into the thick of it this week. Um, yeah, welcome no. back for 3v3. I'm Solo Base 15. Here's my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you feeling? Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. So I'm excited, but at the same time, like CG, it, it it's like I, they keep sending me IOUs is what it feels like. They're like IOU information about the Grand Inquisitor's kit. I owe you more information about Fifth Brothers kit. I owe, I owe you guys more information about this new game mode. That's actually just an event. I owe you more information about 3v3. Like they have so much they have to announce that they haven't told us about that we're like well this is coming but we've heard it from everywhere else and cg is just like no we'll just be quiet yeah i feel like i feel like um we're sitting there we're, we're trying to make pasta and we're watching the pot boil and you're just sitting there like and the bubbles have started forming on the bottom and you're like oh, just just finish boiling finish boiling come on give us that information and we're so close, so close. Yeah, it's like you but, realize that your pot was like half off the burner. You're like, oh, yeah. crap, you put it back on. You're like, now you'll boil. And that's right, right now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. So 3v3 is obviously the way. There was other information, though. So let's quickly go through, um, you know, the other news that actually dropped last week. One of one of the announcements was actually legitimately important. The other one is, I really hope nobody applies it. Um, so very quickly, Farm Boy Luke has gotten Omicron within hours of announcing that Farm Boy Luke got an Omicron. There was a post saying we're going to fix Farm Boy Luke's Omicron. So, yeah, <laughs> real quickly. Farm Boy Luke gains defense, max health, and tenacity. It's not going to make him good. At the start of each of his turns, Luke gains 10% defense and offense stacking until the end of the encounter. That could make him good. Whenever Luke scores a critical hit during his turn, he attacks again, so he's going to attack twice if he crits the first time. And um, when Luke is prevented from using an ability during his turn, he recovers 50% health and protection. The important part here is... Luke's basic grants 40% turn meter mm -hmm. when he uses his basic. He's going to be using his basic twice um, as long as he crits. That means he's going to be gaining 80% turn meter. That doesn't suck. <laughs> no. Well, so, I mean, and then the really obvious thing, and this is the thing I, this is, this is the reason I like 3v3 actually, is because you learn all these random things about kits, is Wedge on his lead is, you know, gives that 10% per crit, 10% per yeah. turn meter per crit. So yeah. CG in their infinite wisdom were like, hey, oh, guys, we didn't, we don't know our kits, so we're going to have to nerf that. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that Omicron exists right now, right? Like we, they updated the game for it. The, the Omicron does exist. There is going to be a change made to it, though. Uh, dear old Wedge lead. <laughs> um, oh, you think they're going to change Wedge's lead? No, I think they're probably going to change Farm Boys to um, you only gain 40% on the first time um, the basic is used. That, that would be my guess. 
if, yeah, if I was a betting man. But that <laughs> severely weakens him. <laughs> They're like, hey, this Omicron sucks, but we're nerfing it. Right. Enjoy. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I talked to somebody and they're like, man, this Omicron's going to be great. Even without the wedge lead, he's gaining an 80% turn meter. I'm like, yeah, but he needs to take a turn. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's the kicker. He doesn't get any of this until he takes a turn. You can oh. just kill him fast. So I'm just going to express my disappointment because I, I was, I hope I was hoping that they were actually going to be like working on I, I don't know I I thought that they were going to turn him into a character that was like maybe a little bit useful like I, I just had it had this envision this is just me making things up in my head so there was no like factual evidence to to you know make me think this but I'm like okay so red five is eventually coming to this game I think that that's that's an obvious thing that will happen eventually it, whether it's this year or in three years that like they're, they have plans for it, I'm sure, already. They've already addressed that internally. Uh, so I'm like, okay, so they're going to have the farm boy loot. Maybe they'll do something cool, like like the rework they did on Mace on farm boy Luke. Uh, they don't need anything dramatic, but I already kind of liked his kit. Like, Clash had that really cool comp with, with farm boy Luke with Akbar, And, uh, you know, so he's gaining a bunch of turn meter off of his basic and doing all this stuff. And I, so I was hoping he would get an Omicron that was worth a damn. <laughs> like a single damn, like uh, not even a triple damn. I, I just wanted some kind of anything. And, uh, you know, like a GAC Omicron would be cool. And yeah. then and then we could go for the hyper expensive triple Omicron Akbar team. But, <laughs> but it would be kind of fun to have that as something a newer player could shoot for. Because what else are you going to spend your Omicrons on? Right. Um, but we don't have that <laughs> narrator. They did. Uh, um, <laughs> womp womp. Um, ironically, womp womp would probably kill Farm Boy Luke. But <laughs> oh yeah, I'd kill the hell out of him. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so yeah, they. I mean, every Omicron can't be a winner. It's like every Omicron can't be a winner. That's just the way it is. If you look back to when Zetas were released, Luminara got one. Um, she didn't start with one. You know, so I'm just glad that it's not an Omicron that I feel pressured to apply because yeah. in the next three months, there's going to be a lot that I want to apply. So give me give me more of the bad ones, please. Give me more and more of the bad ones for the next three months until I'm done applying to the good dunes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that that's yeah, agreed. Like <laughs> we'll we'll have to see what happens. I'm I'm actually 3v3 is gonna gonna have to change the priority of, of all the different omicrons as well. Well at least some of them. Some of them it's like, hey, I'm in the basement still. You're like, yeah, just stay down <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like you anyway. Right. Um, yep, nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so the other news before we get to the big news of this week, because obviously we're going to spend a lot of time talking about 3v3. Um, yeah. The other news isn't small news, and it should be talked about at least for a little bit, even if it's overshadowed by 3v3. And that's, we got an update on the Inquisitorious faction and what the future plans with them are. Um, and so first, 
we're getting the fifth brother that was announced. We don't have the kit yet. I imagine we're going to get that kit tomorrow or the day after. Um, second, that that brings the entire faction to five, and you will need all five at R5 to get the Grand Inquisitor, which is what's going to make this team, quote unquote, good. Um, and because they even put in the post that Grand Inquisitor with his Omicrons will be able to challenge Galactic Legends. Um, so this team, they are expecting this team to be good. And usually they undersell stuff because they don't know how to build a full team. And so if they expect it to kill Galactic Legends, you're going to want these Inquisitors at R5. Um, the, uh, sure. Yeah, the other thing about the Inquisitorious faction is they are adding them to assault battles, galactic challenges, legendary events, and conquest. They are they're going all in on this new faction. Um, it's not like Bad Batch who they got a conquest feat, but they didn't get assault battles or anything. This Inquisitorious faction they are putting effort in. Uh, so. I think we're going to see more of them come in as well. So it's here's five, here's Grand Inquisitor for six, expect more, which is really, really interesting. When, like, when you sit down and talk, think about it, it's, it's actually a really interesting development that they're pushing this faction so hard. Uh, I mean, sure. I, I wonder if it's going to suck, actually. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to just suck balls without the Grand Inquisitor. Or, or something, and they're, they're pushing it. They're like, hey, guys, we realize this sucks, but you're going to need it anyways. <laughs> well, like, I mean, they could be. That's a very well possibility. Um, yeah. I don't but, actually expect that, to be honest. No, but. I really like Ninth and Eighth Brothers kits. Ninth Sister, Eighth Brothers kits. Like, I really like those kits. They we have a lot of... We could just call them siblings. Ninth, yeah, ninth sibling right. and eighth sibling. <laughs> um, they have they have a lot of potential. I mean, ninth sister is already doing great work for me right now. Um, but so ninth and eighth have a ton of potential. And seventh is actually pretty good too. Uh, so if, oh, here's the other thing that we I didn't even mention. They're adding a unique to tie them all together. So this is kind of like the Padme release where they reworked Ahsoka and Anakin. We're like, oh yeah, here's the rework. And then three weeks later, they announced Padme. Padme and they're like, by the way, here's this other unique that's going on Jedi Knight Anakin to make him baller. Um, so right. it's kind of like that where they intentionally released them underpowered. And now they're like, boom, here's the unique guys. Um yeah, I both like and dislike that, actually. Well, I, I agree. I'm excited for the unique. Why didn't you just add that into the game initially? Well, I, I mean, unless it just gives huge spoilers on what the Grand Inquisitor right. does, I guess. Right. But at the same time, I'm just like, how many people just decided not to spend this time because of that? I, and I don't, I don't actually care if, like... They're going to be fine if people spend way less on the game uh, initially. Like, I think that a lot of people are spending right now anyways, frankly. But I just, like, the Inquisitors, 
I have been less intrigued about the Inquisitors than any of the new factions that we've had. Like, I, I thought the Bad Batch was more interesting. And Bad Batch was awful when they were first <laughs> releasing it. Yeah. Like, I, I am, I'm still, like, you like the kits? Sure, that's, that's fine. The kits are fine. Like, they're doing okay stuff, I guess. But at the same time, like, I, they're, right now, they're, it's fake anyways. Because, like, you're using them with Lord Vader. And that's great. I'm, I'm glad that that's having some functionality for you. But uh, pretty soon, Grand Inquisitor is going to be like, okay, Lord Vader, you can have one. You got one because we're gonna have right. six inquisitors now uh, and you get you can have one you can have your pick of one and then the rest is going to be on, in the inquisitorious team and so like i i don't know it's it's just been very very it's it's like they don't even have names they're like sister brother like okay they're <laughs> it's just weird yeah. man so i i feel like they could have done something to, to hype it more uh, whatever but and now, and now people are asking, why do we have to have six? Because we need five Inquisitors to unlock the Grand Inquisitor, so we'll have six. And the obvious answer is because, because I like simple math, <laughs> and for no other reason, is uh, so we could have two teams in 3v3. <laughs> <laughs> One won't be good, but you can have th two of them. <laughs> you got three, yep. <laughs> um, oh, you got two, yeah. Yeah, I... <sighs> I am actually very excited for this faction. I really hope they don't screw up Grand Inquisitor. I really hope that they're not only good in one game mode because that would make me very angry. Um, like, I just don't really hate Omicrons. Love the abilities, really hate that. It's like, hey, here's this baller character that you only get to use in one game mode. Um which is why I'm excited about the announcement that they're getting multiple game modes. Cause I really hope that that means they thought it out and this is going to be a good team throughout the game. Like I'm cool. If it's like a CLS level team in one game mode and then a GL beating team in the other game mode, cause it, a CLS level team is a solid damn team. Um, if it's like a, Karth level team in one game mode and then a baller in the other, like kind of like Dad Bod Boba. Um, it's going to be so disappointing. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that too. Like the the Scion of Django kit is just, I don't know. It's like, I, I guess I see it do some surprising amounts of damage here and there, but that's just the thing. Like it, with Fennec, it's not surprising. You're like, yeah, I expect her to just kill everything. And Sign of Jingo, yeah. you're like, oh, you did something. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Oh, I am actually, so we'll get, God, we'll get to 3v3 soon, but I do actually think a Fennec Dad Bod Zam team is going to be really fun. But anyway. Um, Gosh, figuring out what Zam is going to do is going to break my mind, I think. I mean, what I want her to do, and it might this might change by day two, but... Uh, have Zam make Fennec 300 and something speed so she goes first and then Fennec just says Haha, I'm Fennec people <laughs> I'm Fennec uh, and dad bod boost, like so everyone talks about the Fennec undersized bonus which is great I mean that's legitimately solid um, sure everyone forgets that dad bod even outside TW gives bonuses to Fennec <laughs> 
So I'm, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe my, maybe my team is going to be destroyed and everyone's going to use Fennec to solo because everyone has her R8 right now. But man, I went down the list of teams. There are going to be strong defenses everywhere just because there's so many damn teams now. Yeah, like I feel like the first few weeks will well, and I don't even know if you and I are going to face the weaker like the cuz I'll I'll just start off with a strong defense. I don't even care. Like I'll start off with a strong defense and it'll get stronger as the weeks go by. <laughs> but like people uh, people will start with like, "Oh yeah, we're just going to throw down like some random crap scoundrel leader that like Lando and Mission Zalbar or something." Yeah. You know, like hey, look, I have some scoundrels with synergy and stuff. Like, they'll start putting the weaker stuff down initially and super cheese their defenses because they're like, I want all the good stuff for offense. And then slowly people start putting good stuff down. But you're right. Like, what happens when you go through, when you do that, and you're like, okay, so I used all my Galactic Legends. I used all my other A-teams. And you're like, oh, um well, this is awkward. I have, I have like <laughs> bounty hunters. I still have Wampa. I've got, you know, I've got like seven really, really strong teams. I have, I have Jedi Revan left, you know, <laughs> like 3v3, it, like uh, we're going to have a lot of teams available. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, God, so I told you right before we went on the air, the Fin Fin Poe is my weakest out of 37 teams. The weakest out of 37 like that's just absurd. Um, but anyway, so let's let's finish talking about the Inquisitors, then we can go down this three v three rabbit hole of uh, gun to your head. Do we get Grand Inquisitor within the next week? Uh, so if if I had to just choose, if I if I was forced to gun to my head, like you say. I would say that he's going to be released sometime around May the 4th. I think that, that it's going to be like, hey, we got this new cool, awesome character and we're releasing it on an iconic date that this is, it's a huge celebration. You guys have the opportunity to wail out on Fifth Brother and get him. Yeah, I think we get his kit on May the 4th and then he comes the next week. Okay, I can see that too. That's yeah. fine. That's my guess. It wouldn't surprise me if his if they announce his kit this week and release him on May 4th, like that wouldn't surprise me. I, I just think that we're going to get the kit on May the 4th. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I won't. I, I honestly think that that's a pretty legitimate take on it. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be, it'll be fun to be fun to see what happens. Uh, yeah, like you say, I really hope that we don't get. Uh, I really, I just really hope we don't. He doesn't just suck on all but one game mode. Yeah, agree. I, I mean, I guess so. Okay, so gun to your head. If if Grand Inquisitor comes out, uh, and he has three Omicrons of one game mode, and it's not just assault battles. Um, <laughs> But you know they're going in the secrets and shadows. Oh, okay. They better. We need we need something. <laughs> I know, or if we can't all just like nine uh DACA like like fatal did. So <laughs> um 
Uh, yeah. Well, so... he didn't even. He used somebody else's account. <laughs> oh, did? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's <laughs> fun. You're right. Okay, I forgot. So, anyways, uh, so what? which game mode would you choose for Grand Inquisitor? Well, GAC. That's what you prefer? What do you, what do you think is more likely? TW. TW. I think it's going to be Grand Inquisitor, TW, Conquest, Character, GAC. Okay. If I had to bet. I feel like you're right, actually. I, that's that's what I've been thinking, too. I, and just... I just just let me express my loathing for the idea that we have to put more than one like put omicrons on a bunch of inquisitors to be to have that squad be transcendent in territory wars like i loathe it and therefore i'm not going to do it i'll go I'll fall farther behind the territory wars <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I really hope it's not territory wars like that's but I also really hope that it's not GAC because I just need so many Omicrons. Um, you know what? I would be okay with living with the OCD dot on him or two that says that I have other Omicrons to apply. If, it, if they gave us one good Omicron for each of the three major things, like we could have. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be cool. I would enjoy that. I don't know how you balance test that, but that would be, I would enjoy that. Um, I think that's a great way to approach the legendaries, make them good in every game mode. Actually, I think the great way to approach the legendaries and above is don't give them Omicrons and just make them great in every mode. But if they're going to apply Omicrons, which we already know they are, make it so that they're good in every game mode. I've also been wondering if the Grand Inquisitor is there and we're going to have a whole squad of Inquisitors, like they're we've been watching rewatching the rebels things and they're all like dicks to each other they don't support each other they're like not yeah. a good squad together really i'm like <laughs> i i think they'd do better just each commanding like a squad of stormtroopers or something <laughs> <laughs> well that's because vader didn't want them to be good together i guess pal right. and then vader but um well sure sure the lore makes a ton of sense you're right about that i just yeah in the game not that everything in the game has to make sense for the you know for the lore that's fine you know we've been over this but at the same time i i don't know i've just been cringing watching them like i'm like really they're all just gonna they're all just gonna hang out and help each other kill jedi like they're, they don't even like they they lose a lot of times because they're screwing each other over because they're greedy so <laughs> right uh, I yes. guess we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on to That's what fair. everybody wants to talk about. 3v3 is here. Um, <laughs> uh, so the first question, because we had a bunch of podcast questions and they're good, so we'll use them in our main segment uh why why is 3v3 here damn it um why do you think they brought 3v3 back now it was never gone really like i i i think that they were waiting for this change like their structural change to to be able to like preset defenses that's what i think they were waiting for for 3v3 and to settle down the meta a little bit and get all of our rankings to where they're supposed to be but I don't think they ever intended to let it go. 
I, my guess is that they make good money off of 3v3 somehow. I don't, I don't know how, but like, I, I think that they have metrics of some sort that show that they make money off of it. And they're, they're good with people being a little angsty about it. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? Um, I think why 3v3? It's because, well, I mean, I like you said, I agree. They never intended 3v3 to go away. They specifically said, when the changes happen, 3v3 is coming back once things settle. Um, in terms of why now, I mean, wasn't it just earlier this season that a group of seven at the top of the leaderboard took off because they were burning out from it? Right. From 5v5? Like, whether you like it or not, people don't want to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Changing it up does actually change it up. Um, so I think I think that's one of the reasons we see 3v3 is because it kind of keeps things alive. Um, you, yeah. you might not enjoy it, or and by you, I mean the colloquial sense right. of everybody. Um, but, you know, uh, Operation Metaverse had that quiz show about a year ago now where they had CG and they gave away prizes and stuff. And one of the questions was how much less is 3v3 played than 5v5 GAC? And the answer was like an extra 4%. Like that so, is more, it's, it's engaged in more. Yeah. It's like 5v5 had 32% of people that didn't engage and 3v3 had 36% of people that didn't engage. Oh, okay. So they had more people that didn't engage in threes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But by four, like we're not talking ten percent. We're not talking twenty percent. It was four percent. Um, ah. They didn't engage in it. <laughs> it's allowed four percent, says Gavin's in chat. <laughs> it is. It is allowed four percent. Uh, and the the number is probably closer to ten percent. But there's people that don't like it that play it because they want rewards, etc. But that's probably true for five v five as well, where people don't like it, but they still quote unquote engage um you know when we did 3v3 back back when the rewards weren't as compelling as they are now uh they the people i faced there, there was very very rarely a time that people were like just didn't play like the people right. i at least at, at my level i know that well honestly even even at my alts levels both of my alts both both accounts had, had a lot of people playing against them. Yeah. Like, like, yes, sometimes you get auto deploys, but for the most part, you had people engaging actually, like pretty consistently, I thought. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, but, it's, I'm, I, I don't think it's as big of a problem as everyone says. And the second the 3v3 announcement came out, I saw a wave of people like, well, I'm taking my vacation now. And it's like, <laughs> are you though? I, I'm sure people are going to take it less seriously, maybe prepare more, like less, etc. let battles carry over. But I guarantee you at least half the people that say, I'm not doing anything this next month. I get seven weeks off. They're going to be right there in chat saying, so what, what beats this comp? All right. Yeah, it's 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 just uh, I mean a lot of people are posturing for sure, and then 
I mean, there are there will be people who just take of it course. off. But... Of course, of uh, course. But there were people that just took off in five v five as well. Yeah, I, that's honestly, I really like the change, the the change up mentally. I, you know, we and I've gone the rounds for, like forever. Like this has been this has been a discussion that we've had a ton of times. Um, you know, we've held different positions about it. Actually, what you know, at different points in time. Like I hate three v three. I love three v three. Three v three is our only hope. Three v three is the only thing that's keeping us sane. You know, three v three v three is so boring. Like there's there's been a lot of a lot of opinions, but. I think at the end of the day, I think your point is excellent it, that it does just, it, it changes things up to the point that it doesn't burn us out. And 5v5, like I've, I've been going strong on it. I think I could go a couple more seasons, but I can, I can feel the, the very, very fringes of my, of my attention span starting to fray just a little bit right now. Right. And like, and it's, it's fun. Like I remember... I remember at one point, and this isn't throwing him under the bus at all, but I remember Bowdy saying something once about like, uh, he was like, well, we just finished with 3v3. Like now, now at least, are we, we are facing the prospect of maybe just like getting back into 3v3, like, you know, a couple of weeks in. And I, I was like, I forget exactly what the circumstances were, but he was like, yeah, at least we won't remember, we won't forget the comps. Uh, for it and I, I was like oh we, we totally will by the time even if that even if the worst case ha- scenario happens like that that's totally going to be the case like we we're absolutely going to like you you just can't help it you can't hold both modes in your head at once at least right. I, I can't and so uh, you know like after five weeks I, I don't remember much about 3v3 I'm like oh yeah that was a cool comp <laughs> I remember that yeah um and what's going to be interesting is, I mean, for the first two weeks, this 3v3 season is going to be like a theory crafter's dream. Um, yeah, Blade in chat saying, I'm honestly excited for threes. Yeah. The theory craft. yeah, he's he's going to go well, to town. Because you're going to look back on the last time it was run was in October, and we've gotten like 20 new characters since then. <laughs> Like, the game is so much different than it was in October that, like, Newt might not be that scary anymore. The old Newt Django B1 team. He was all, I was already had him solved with three different teams, I think, at that point. Like, right. like he was on his way out. But so yeah. Newt, Newt was a 3v3 mainstay for like a year. Just the team changed. It's just Newt lead that didn't. And oh, yeah. I mean, we called him Newt, GL Newt for a reason, man. He, yeah. He had a reign of terror, seriously. But now, <laughs> now, like Iden's gonna come on offense and just destroy him, or she'll be on defense or, and destroy right. destroy him, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, or whoever I, you know, comes at her. <laughs> so it's it's honestly um, like for theory crafters, just trying to figure out teams these first two weeks, figure out counters. It it's going to be. A lot of fun um like what is is there going to be an off meta gl counter now with bennett i don't know right well yeah no one don't no have the incentive to to test it because the only real real stress tests that are happening right now are in territory wars like gl counters basically yeah you know and, and, the, and those have mostly been solved because uh, like mace kind of changed things up a little bit i guess but for the most part like we haven't had a new GL for, for a year, however long. And so, <laughs> you know, like we, 
a lot of those have been explored and there, there's still new comps, I guess, with Omicrons and stuff. You, you would know better than me, but I guess my, my thought is in 3v3, no one has the incentive. Like we don't have 3v3 territory wars and God save us from the day that ever happens. <laughs> oh man, that would be awful. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, you know what? I'll try it once. And, yeah. and then I never want to hear that uttered from your lips at, at any point again <laughs> right yeah like all um, right you, you get one nod and uh, then we're done forever on that um oh with, man gosh. get yeah. don't you put that evil on me i know um, prime force says territory war officers will quit and yeah they they, yeah. Really, they already are <laughs> that's the dark um, truth right there it is uh all right so um yeah 3v3 3v3 says it's it's fresh and new and no one no one is testing it right now the the gl counters you're right so like wampa wampa it like we're gonna just start sort of calling him gl wampa now i I think (laughs) so how how does this kit read does he have to start alone or if you kill his friends does he actually get to be good on defense like immediately on defense or does it like you kill his friends and then the next and then somehow you'd have failed to kill wampa and then in the next turn like the next time you attack then wampa's you know crazy beast mode yeah because yeah um been wondering that i i it reads i as just undersized but i didn't look at like how how the actual mechanics run so i don't know well, what if what if one of the teams that we place is Wampa, with like our unleveled two unleveled characters that die to a you know like a single hit? Yeah. And so you place Wampa on defense, and then someone goes in and just you know like mindlessly does an AOE kills kills Eth Koth and Kit Fisto, <laughs> and then and then Wampa's like, my turn. Oh, so Smodern says it reads at the start of battle. At the start of battle. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, some part of me really hopes that that's like a secret team that that only non-Krakens get. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But anyways, so you were trying to change change it to steer the topic to something else. Well, so, you know, when the, the announcement came out and I started going through all my, you know, going through the, what we had in October, um, just to see, you know, what could go on defense, et cetera, et cetera, man, people better not place Lord Vader on defense. That's, that's what I'm going to throw out there. People do not place Lord Vader on defense. He's going to be so stupidly good on offense. And He's going to be beat on defense by Supreme Leader Kylo and Watt. That's what he was beat last time with, wasn't he? Yeah, that, that's exactly what he was beat last time with. So, um, how does how does Maul change that though? It doesn't. Maul was out for the last week three v three last time, right? And it doesn't. Oh yeah, I'm not not totally convinced yet, but we'll see. I, I think I, t- I tentatively believe you. We'll say that. I just want to see how things shake out, but uh, well, because because Supreme Leader Kylo right now, like that, that's one of the things he really he super fears, right? Is 
is the mall like just yeah. endless barrage of damage. Uh, right. So, yeah, I, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, you're probably right though. But plus, Maul is going to be really good in three v three as well. Maul is going. To, oh yeah, Maul Candy Droidica is definitely one of my planned teams. Yeah, gosh, gonna have to make Droidica fast again. I'm going to have to. I'm sure yours has been fast. But... Yeah, my, my Droidica is still sitting at three seventy eight starting. That's fair. Well, so th that's one of the things that's going to be interesting. The speed meta is going to shift a little bit, at least. Because, yeah, uh, like, for instance, bounty hunters are just not going to have the crazy speed because Zam isn't adding the crazy speed to them. She's not getting crazy speed herself. Right. Just to make them kind of fast, though, I guess. Um, but, but some teams, like, like Dash, is still going to just be crazy fast, like, just because he's naturally quick. Uh, right, yeah, Dash will, Dash will be fast. Uh, oh. Um, I mean, Gideon, Gideon becomes a god. Um. Kind of. Because, because plug and play are harder to, to fit in in 3v3 as well. Oh, see, I, I find it, I find Gideon is like the perfect C companion. Uh, if if um, you can fit, if you can fit him in. Well, yeah, because you you don't want to use Watt with um with C to beat Rays, right? But sometimes they have comps that are faster than armor, so you put you put down C armor and uh, Gideon, and it outspeeds the other team, and then you just there you go, congratulations, you got your stacks off. Right. Oh yeah, I'm uh Yeah, you could do you could do some cool stuff. Like with Sith Eternal, that's that's uh that'll be interesting to see. I, I guess I never used that personally, but Oh, that um, that was my go-to for a long time. So I could use Watt elsewhere. Right. Also, well, in chat Blade is uh, you know saying like what was that cool Thrawn Gideon team, the Thridian team? Like I I didn't come up with it myself, but I, you know, I played it all the time. Uh someone had told me about it that, that they had tested it um our, our good friend viro so uh and anyways it was uh yeah it's a cool comp and that that killed that killed all the all the things man i mean not about galactic legends but i mean that team was so unlikely to me i was like this can't work it killed padme it killed so many random things uh because and it's it's just gideon thrawn and stormtrooper it's like no there's no dps to speak of really uh yeah but you you can't you don't get hurt yourself and over time you armor shred them to the point that you do actually do cause some damage You're like well if you don't have armor it turns out stormtrooper hits kind of hard <laughs> right um but i think i think that team i mean it might not be dead but i didn't really want storm i know people are going to try and plug and play shore into it but storm plus Aiden is going to take out a stupid amount. Um, so, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it does get used. Like, I, like the first week, there's going to be so many random teams that are tried out until we figure out the meta. Mm -hmm. um, 
that that that's going to be the most baffling time i'll just be staring at my screen i'll be like i don't know how to beat any of this crap <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time i figured out 37 strong teams that means we're going to place 15 and we're going to have 21 strong teams to attack with um yeah so you know it's going to be a lot it's it's going to be so much different and if they don't expand the board it's going to be so much different than we remember playing in 3v3 in the past was already kind of cheesy where you kept most of your gls yeah well that that's that's the thing that i think a lot of people misunderstand about 3v3 like people are like hey i always place four gls on defense in in 5v5 i'm like okay that's cool like that's a viable plan depending on if you're responsible, if you know, if you know what you're doing with your off metas and you know, your, your resource controls and, you know, you're not just like trying to throw things so much on defense, you stop your opponent at all costs and then only kill one zone or something like, as long as it's a responsible plan, that's fine. In 3v3 though, I, I feel like I was starting to hate it so much because I, I had that same approach that, that I had in 5v5, that I was just going that's what i was doing i was uh just yeah. <laughs> placing i was placing the the gls and then trying to do off metas and it's miserable and it sucks and once i discovered that ray in the mirror match beats ray for really high banners like every time super consistently i was like oh man let's let's never go back to this and once i discovered <laughs> once i discovered that you can just do uh you're you can do mostly just efficient well with you can still have a really strong defense and just keep all of your most of your GLs and just do the mirrors for high banners. Like that that's what that's the thing that freed me. I was like, oh, 3v3 is fun again. Yeah, two GLs. Two GLs on defense was my standard back in 3v3. Um and it never never failed me. Um, you yes. know. And because you have to have a couple of GLs, you, I mean, you can just cheese it, but you have to have something that surprises them in the back. You can't just set five strong teams in the front and then be like, ha there's nothing in the back with these five teams. Um, well, yeah, I remember I was like, well, this is dumb. I, I, th I think toward the end of the last 3v3 season, I was like, well, I'm back to putting like four GLs on defense. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was because I had counters worked out that I could at least multi-shot GLs if I needed to without too much of a headache. Yeah. Um, so, God, it, it's it's going to be a different mentality. So right now, the mentality is four GLs and Star Killer on defense. Like, that is the mentality that's out there. I, I've faced at least four GLs on defense, I think, five of the six rounds this time, and the other time it was three GLs and Star Killer. Um, like that's going to be dangerous to do if you try that in three v three. Yeah, well, here's here's the the truth of it. I mean, uh, we we already know this that the in five v five in any game mode, Galactic Legends are the best characters out there. That that's the yeah. most obvious thing I can say. Uh, but the, here's here's the thing though. Not every single GL is going to jump into a fight with a with an off uh, with a non GL team and like come out unscathed. In five v five, it's like yeah, I, I could I could take my supreme leader Kylo in against General Skywalker, but like, do I really want to drop that many banners? 
you know like i'll right. probably I'll consistently win I, I think but you know in in 5v5 it's it's a little dicey you know sometimes it has an element of risk and at the very least it has a ruinous amount of banner loss in 3v3 a GL is usually just money. You're like, well, there's maybe a couple teams that we gotta watch out that we don't want to time out on, but there's just not enough to bring to bear to them. And so, I mean, the same can be said with them on defense. However, I mean, if you're if you're getting a 56 with well, now the points are going to be different because they're adding points for how many guys right. you killed. Uh, but if you if you say you're going to get a a 56 with Ray, and that, that used to be the best score. Um, it, your opponent could get a 56 on one of your squads, but then it's just uh, like you both got the same score. And then it's just, a, you know, you're playing a 14 men fight after right. that, or right. 14 squads fight. So I don't know. I I feel like they're your get out of jail free cards. Like they're, they're the ones that are the most flexible and can help you the most. And then you just put... I mean, that, that was what, where I made all my money, really in 3v3, I made all my money, so to speak. But like my huge advantage was I put all my A minus teams on defense <laughs> and then, yeah. and then just had, so I had all my, like a ton of GLs and then a bunch of like B plus teams. And that was, that was basically it, right. you know? Yeah. Well, cause gas is still a tough team to beat. Like I know Bam Hanchui could do it and there was, I think a Treya Han Chewy lead, and there's a couple other, but Gas, still a really hard team to beat. Um, and now, my God, uh, Aiden on defense. Um, though Treya probably beats Aiden on defense, I think Aiden's probably going to be an offense team. But Qui Gon Jin on defense, Qui Gon Jedi Anakin, and the Blade Bach is special of a gear one tune trigger Anakin like four times and you're only a 3v3 team that sounds fun yeah no kidding yeah there there's going to be a few comps that I'm like yeah it's, it's going to be very 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 interesting to see uh how how the meta counters it like you know just just Qui-Gon Cam and Jedina Anakin just those three yeah like that just yeah. the more straightforward stuff is just going to be crazy oh. <laughs> right Qui-Gon Cam in Jedi Knight Anakin is just gonna be stupid um but I also think you don't need and this this is where this falls into the will see department I don't think you need Cam to make it stupid like stupidly good I mean um well you're right uh, because I was getting a lot of use out of uh what was it Basti Hoda Cam I think right was... yeah yeah, or it was basically Basti Cam plus one. <laughs> Choose your third. Sure. Because um, Jedi Knight Luke Hoda counters a lot as an undersize, mm. which yeah, it's yeah. hard for me to put down that team. Yeah, I, I did like the Hoda, just because you get so many buffs on Cam, he literally just takes yeah. three turns and kills everyone. Sure, sure. Um. But, it's splitting up the Jedi now is going to be completely different too because we have Mace in the picture who wants to be with Galactic Republic Jedi. Um, that's uh, going to be really interesting yeah. to me. Like a team of somebody Mace Cam is going to be disgusting. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Mace was already on my list, my very short list to get to Relic Seven soon because he's just been sitting at five, sitting pretty at five. Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to use him. I, I'm not, I've been at a loss. Like I haven't. You've seen him probably all the time in Territory Wars, and probably my guild has too. But I pay very <laughs> little attention to, yeah. to what he does. Well, plus Territory Wars is totally different. He's he does different things. Um, Shatterpoint is. <laughs> I'll care less that it's bugged in 3v3 because I'm like, oh, I'm already targeting the person I want to because there's less taunting here. So, because uh, right now Shatterpoint well, that, is just, yeah. that That's a TW thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, Shatterpoint's not, but like the people calling it bugged was a territory war thing, but it's not actually bugged. It's just coded dumb. Um, well, in 3v, it, like Shatterpoint... It's, it's targeting Mon Mothma, and it's not letting us target outside of Taunt, oh. like they said that they were going to in 5v5. Like, that's... It's not... The, wait, the, what? Wait, what, what? I target outside of Taunt with Shatterpoint. No, oh, you can't click out of it. You, you, like, you're you're just on Taunt. I can't, I can't do it. In GAC, I haven't... That's been broken for a while. Oh, I have. <laughs> I've attacked Hux when KRU was taunting. Uh, Shatterpoint. Well, you're fancy then. Fancier the man than I. I try. I try. Um, but anyway, uh, he's going to be really, really damn good. Um, I God, Mace is Mace is going to be a lot of fun in three v three. Makes a taunt, taunt worthless uh, if if apparently Shatterpoint. Oh, it would it just wouldn't let you target a Shatterpointed Maul. Um, huh. Well, why not though? I don't know. So so it sounds like part of it's bugged at least. Yeah, part of it. Because I I I use it as my Supreme Leader Kylo hmm. counter and it also targets uh what's her name? Mon Mothma sometimes. Oh, I've never used base against Mon Mothma. Um so yeah. I, I I don't know one way or the other. Um, oh yeah. Oh, well, fix it, damn it. But okay, we can move on. Um, but it's oh, God. There's so many, so many characters that are gonna be good. Like Maul, Maul in three v three. We had one, I think, one week of them last three v three. One or two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lord Vader. I, I I started saying this earlier. Oh yeah. Man, he is just going to destroy people. Like. Lord Vader, Maul, Royal Guard, Beach, JMK, Cat, and 3v3. Um, Lord Vader is going to solo basically every Sith Eternal and Supreme Leader Kylo team that you put on defense. Like, there's... A, you're there, You're not going to be able to not... Um, Lord Vader is going to solo, like, every ground team, basically. Like he's, <laughs> he's going to be this monster, he's, right? You're saying he's going to be the new Malak? <laughs> I, I, he basically is though yeah. i mean be, he, he basically is it's going to be like lord mm-hmm. vader's hunting season um yeah he's your, and, he's your get out of jail free card he, he yes and uh people are just going to stick him on defense and be like yeah okay cool here we go They're like maybe two tanks will work with him now tank right. spam go <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but like he's, if you're writing like the playbook of 
All right, who's going in the offense always category? Like Lord Vader's number one on that category, unless I'm facing somebody I know, and then Lord Vader go on defense because they won't expect it. But like he is just going to be so so damn good. Like oh, I ran into this team. That's okay. I got Vader. It's it, we're cool. Just save him for the back zone, basically. And he he is your get out of jail free card. Yeah, well, I'm really curious to see what the counters to him are going to end up being like in 3v3 because it feels his kit seems like in 3v3 like there might there's might still be some play to be able to bring in some really good like I wonder if you know does does Scion Scion of Django plus Fennec plus someone else actually still kill him you know grief or something probably not but Uh, probably not uh, you know well, so what, what kills him, I guess, is the, the other question. Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo. Supreme Leader Kylo Watt beats him every time in 3v3. Sure. Because there, there's, no, there's no Darth Vader and there's no Thrawn to be the other scary members, right? Because in the 5v5 anti-Supreme Leader Kylo team, it's not just Maul that scares you. It's that Thrawn fractures zombie, which lets the rest of the team target whoever they want and then darth vader just kill you know saber throws somebody or ability blocks everybody you take thrawn and supreme leader kylo out of that equation or not supreme leader thrawn and um darth vader out of that equation and it's just not the same it's basically like in 5v5 lord vader ball triple tank and if you say, okay, cool, I'm going to put Thrawn on the team, well, that's great, but Supreme Leader Kylo's opening turn is going to two-turn stun him, and Thrawn's never going to take a turn um, because there's no there's no tank there to absorb it. So Supreme Leader Kylo, just, just keep him in Watt for the back zone, and there you go. Like there, yeah. There's your Vader counter without even thinking. Yeah, I, I guess we'll just have to see how simple it ends up being. I feel like I feel like we're just gonna have to. You're, you're probably right that that's gonna be a really good team. Uh, well, know. I mean that's that's what it was at the end of last three v three season. I, I guess <laughs> I guess my, my biggest my biggest thought is I don't think we had enough sample size for it. like if we only had three day or three matches with Mall or you know six at most. I, I don't know that we're gonna have seen like. I, I mean, maybe it was super obvious to other people, but I, I never, in my wildest imaginings, thought that we were going to see Candorous on a Lord Vader team to start triggering Maul to go, to go first. Like, and I'm not saying that Candorous is going to be the solution. I'm, I, I just think that people are going to find a way to make him crazier on defense and maybe, maybe make the Supreme Leader Kylo counter a little less attractive sounding. Oh, man. I could be and wrong. It's- but yeah, I just don't know what you put there though. Like I just don't I don't know yeah. what you put there to stop Supreme Leader Kylo because there's only three teams. There's only three members. One of them has to be Lord Vader. <laughs> um so what do you put there that's going to stop Supreme Leader Kylo? Oh with what? Let's let people who are smarter than me find out. I'm good <laughs> with that. <laughs> because it, in that final week, it was seen over 700 times and just Supreme Leader Kylo undersized it 91.8% of the time. That's with Maul. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that, that it's not yeah. going to be really effective. I, all I'm saying is, 
I think I'm personally going to wait to make sure that, I mean, I'm, I, the thing I'm mostly excited about is to see the permutations that people come up with, because eventually that will happen. And I'm sure. always, I'm always just like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I, I also never thought that Fennec Lead would start consistently killing Lord <laughs> Vader. And that, that yeah. was, you know, oh, that's, there, that's so, really cool to me. Like the the interactions there, that, that was clever of the community. Like like huge props to the people who came up with that. I, yeah. I Yes. So I'm not saying Supreme Leader Kylo is the only one. I'm just saying if Lord Vader is dying so easily to Supreme Leader Kylo with every permuta- permutation used last time, like he's going to be the number one counter. And sure, there might be there might be something else that comes out because a bunch of people have R9 Bosk now. Um, sure. But that Fennec... 3v3 is just so weird because it's... You can't build a full team. Like, it's so hard to... You know, because fe- the right. Fennec lead is... You need the Grief Cleanse. You need... The boss, <laughs> and then there, there you go. That's the team. Like you're missing, you're missing out on so much on that team. Like there's no Zam to get you to go second. There's no Bam to keep you alive. You know. All right. Well, so so I guess let's let's uh, okay. So let's say let's say Kylo's not available now. Um, uh, like let's say that. I was crazy and on my alt and just didn't get that many galactic legends early on. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, a, I'm getting close to 7 million GP and a lot of my opponents now have, have Kylo uh, or sorry, they, well, a lot of them do have Kylo, but um, a lot yeah. of other ones have Lord Vader. Like what, what do you do if you don't have Kylo? Like you just cry. I, I mean, Probably, uh, well, so it's either it's either Kenobi or Jedi Master Kenobi, or pray that they don't put um, put him with with Maul. Because yeah. Jedi Master Luke, without if they don't have Maul, Jedi Master Luke beats the team. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't think of a team that's going to consistently beat Lord Vader uh, if if you don't have Kylo. Like maybe Jedi Master Luke could. Um, <laughs> I bet that there's a multi-shot available. Yeah, I, I, I would say Jedi Master Luke can probably multi-shot every time. Yeah, like Not, you, you get rid of the ads and then you go in and just finish right. them off. Hmm. But JML, Hoda, JKL worked all last season. Because that that there is a big <laughs> sample size um, without Maul of those three. With Maul... I think that you could probably take out the sides with Jedi Master Luke. So sad. You're like, well, you might be able to do something against him. You're not right. totally worthless. <laughs> but well. I, well, Jedi Master Luke is one of those characters. It's like if, if you play 10v10, and obviously it's just super unbalanced at that point anyways, but in 10v10, right. he becomes just this wrecking ball because his whole team is going to be Jedi drawing off of his crazy offensive punch. Uh, but uh, you know, it, the more you reduce him, like if you, if it's just one v one, he becomes the least of the galactic legends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so three v three, he's going, he's traveling in that same direction, kind of. Right, and then yes, yeah. Though I find he beats Supreme Leader Kylo in defense a lot easier in three v three. So there's that. 
not that that's much, but sure. Um, well, Kenobi's going to fit in there somewhere. Like he's the other, I'll tell you what, he's, he's not an easy guy to finish off. Even if he's three V three without cat, <laughs> cause I, and, I discovered that last night. Damn it all. Well, uh, so that guy, but Kenobi, if you get it down to a lone Kenobi, Wampo will finish him. Um, if you have the Omicron, that's, that's the other catch. Um, yeah, really? ir- ironically, it's you can use Lord Vader with Maul to counter it, and you basically just keep Cat under um, her cooldowns reduced the entire time until Lord Vader gets his second ult. Uh, you can use you can use Kenobi, and then well, so back back last time it was Supreme Leader Kylo Daka Zombie was doing the work. Oh, they changed the AI though, huh? They or they said they did. They did. So I don't know. Five but five. that was after that, I think. Right, right. Well, they changed it and no one's tested it in 3v3 yet. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sure someone has. I'm sure that someone knows, but yeah. You're right. That that was the that was the one because like, oh that was the counter, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, so I guess I guess that becomes a question of. I mean, and that this is why you take a lot of GLs on offense is because someone someone puts uh, that front zone full of like Lord Vader and they put they put Lord Vader down, they put Jedi Master Kenobi down. It's like, well, okay, so Supreme Leader Kylo cancels one of them, maybe. Yeah, right. Supreme Leader Kylo cancels one of them, and then you basically need your own Jedi Master Kenobi or Lord Vader. Right. Yep. Which. I feel confident I will have Supreme Leader Kylo and Lord Vader every time. Um, yeah, my be, yeah, man, poor poor old Professor X, man. He's uh, yeah, hey, he's get he's getting his ultimate today though. So oh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, I have I have the donuts to do it. I just I'm getting uh, Sarah wisely suggested that I I farm tickets first. Yes, yes. Well, that's Sarah is a smart individual. Um, she is. She's wise beyond her years. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, um, um, no. Uh, so, anyways, I, I think. Gosh, there's. I, I think to me the thing that's the so five v five or three v three is interesting to me on my on my main. Of course, it is. I think. I think surviving on my alts is going to be the thing that I'm like. I I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's I don't fair. Know what the hell to do? So, what about what about what do you think the five best non-GL teams are going to be then? Because we have what we have three, two and a half weeks uh, to work towards it. So, somebody's listening to the podcast right now. What non-GL teams would you say? Oh, if you can get this, go. Uh, so, I mean, we we touched on it before. I think the Qui Gon Anakin team is going to be ludicrous honestly yeah. and it's and it's very approachable even if you don't have cam like those that's two characters that you already should have like i guess qui-gon it's not like a, you should have gotten him though with his omicron these days like he's so easy yeah. to get to gear 11 and, right. and anakin you anakin you absolutely should have one of the best ships in the game one of the best characters like plug and play he's not with qui-gon he can go with a ton of other teams just an amazing yeah. character so uh, qui-gon and anakin uh, that's you know and if you have cam i guess or or someone else uh, is yeah i would say that's one team 
You you go next. Uh, this is going to sound obvious, but Wampa. Like, if you are looking for, I need another team. I have two weeks. Now, obviously, if you don't have him farmed, you can't do it in two weeks. There's no speed farming him. But if you have a seven-star Wampa, get him to R7 in the next two weeks. Yeah. Apply the Omicron. Congrats. There's a 68 or whatever the equivalent is going to be. I don't know what the number is. Every time, every time, there's not going to be a Wampa-proof board. Not with 15 teams. Right. Well, that's what I was joking on one of the one of the servers that you and I are on. Uh, I was like, I'm going to be the first to make a Wampa proof board. And I was just joking. I'm like, I, you could do it, I think, but it, it would it'd be a whole right. mess. It, it would yeah, make... You probably won't clear on offense to do it. Like, All right. The first six teams are GLs. I got this. Uh... Right. It would twist your roster in, into a shape that you couldn't really use it on offense. And so. Right. You know, and, and at least one person was like, yeah, but how are you going to do it? I'm like, dude, I was joking. I don't even <laughs> think I said that. I think I just, just moved on. But um, yeah, like the, yeah, Wampa, absolutely. If you haven't applied that Omicron yet, guys, like that's, it's going to be fire. It's going to be a good team. Um, yeah. Okay. So it, here's, here's one that's maybe more accessible to more people. Uh, I think, I think Jedi Revan with like, I don't know, Grandmaster Yoda and Jolie or something like that is oh, yeah. going, I, I mean, it's not the very best, but here's the thing, Je- Jedi Revan is, in my opinion, still like almost the very best legendary character. His yeah. utility is still just through the roof. He is so crazy good. And in 3v3, where the more emphasis is paid on making sure you have a, a perpetual taunt, you know, whether it's through Watt or having having different characters that will taunt passively or whatever, like him being able to target who he wants and have his whole team also target who he wants is invaluable. And he's also part of an, a ton of different off-meta, like multi-shot, albeit, but multi-shot uh, Galactic Legend killers. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I, Jedi Knight, or yeah, Jedi Knight, Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, Jolie was like a staple on my offense at all times last 3v3. And I, I don't, I don't picture that changing unless I need to pull one of them to another team. And then it's just going to get replaced with another Jedi. Um, yep. Amazing team. All right. Um, mine is going to be Han Chewy plus one, <laughs> you know, sure. Uh, uh, it, it could be Wedge, it could be Bam, it could be Kira. Like, Han and Chewie are just so strong in 3v3. And the fact that everybody on the team, well, the two members on the team have Chewie's protection, so they can't be dazed, they can't be stunned, and Chewie's assisting them. Like, it, it's an old one, but it's such a good team. Um, and it gets used in a lot of places. So I think that would be another non-GL team. If you're looking to work something up, Wedge Han Chewy, there you go. It's great, man. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about, you know, that's why I know about the Wedge uh, leadership yeah. bonus yep. to the 10%. But and that, that's another reason you want a fast Han is he gets that extra 10%, but he actually gets 20% because he hits twice. Um Right. You know, it gets that turn meter. And so 20% turn meter plus your 300 or more speed uh, with the shoot first, like he gets, 
he gets an enormous number of turns in a row. It's not just like, hey, let's let's like shoot. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get three hits in. It's like, okay, so he hits and Chewie hits and he hits again. And then he gets enough turn meter from that, that he probably goes again. So he hits. So then he does a big hit and Chewie hits, and then yeah. he gets a hundred percent turn meter. So then he hits again and Chewie hits and then he hits again. Like uh, it's just an unending barrage. And you're like, okay, you, uh, we'll let you guys have, have a turn, I guess, you know, if you're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Or, and not stunned, because he's also got two stuns in him right. in that initial barrage. Right. <laughs> yes. Which, um, I guess that should just be pointed out real quick before we talk. keep talking about these teams, but another viable option in, in 3v3 that isn't as viable in 5v5 is just uh, stun locking an entire team with certain teams. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like Nice Sisters can do it. Um, uh, Whack-a-mole with, with, uh, with what's her name? Uh, Ayla is is really nice if you can keep calling Ayla to assist, you know? Um, yeah, stunning the whole team. You don't need Jedi Knight Luke to do it only. Um, right. All right, so that's three teams. What's another team that you're non-GL that you're really looking at? Yeah, so I, I love Boss Grief Mando as, yeah. as one of my cure-alls, like it, it, especially if you have a fast... Bosk and grief, which most people at this point have come to <clears throat> come to the realization that they, even if you don't have a super fast Bosk and grief, like as long as you can start getting some turns, like yeah, it's it's just a really solid team. You don't get your contract immediately like you used to or, or in five v five, but yeah, it's it's very tough to kill. You have your taunt that keeps coming back. Um, yep. You get you have your you have grief who just stays hidden, but you know he can daze, he can. He calls everyone to assist. He cleanses. He, I mean, yeah, that team is awesome. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, God, there's so many I want to bring up because there's so many new teams, but I think EP Mara plus one. Yeah. Just going to destroy teams. Just going to destroy teams. Yeah, you're right. And I guess we should eventually, like, talk about the star killer we still, we should sure. still talk about a couple extra teams here but um just the star killer um you know whether or not he's going to get his uh, a modification for 3v3 people have been asking for that in the chat so let's make yeah. sure we we talk about that um so another team i don't know it was kind of losing momentum at the end uh i mean i have already talked about the 3dn team and everything but um i still like the the commander luke the the Luke with the two three POs. Yep. Did that have a snappy name? I forget now. Uh, not that I remember. CLS. Annoying. The, yeah. FU. I think that was the name of it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that all the turn meter they gain and all like they have they have so much yeah. good internal synergy. They don't have a taunt, but you don't you really don't need it that much unless you have right. Thridian, which Thridian does beat it pretty well. So, um, uh, that that team. I bet if you're looking at a team that's going to appear on defense almost universally, like everywhere, yeah. I think it's, I, I bet that that's the team that we're going to see the most. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, the, another team is Iden Deathstorm. Uh, and you don't need a relic Iden. She will help. Iden plus Storm can probably two-man a bunch of the B teams, uh, especially in 3v3. Sure. Iden with Death and Storm, 
it's going to be a wrecking ball. I mean, they're, they're going to roll over teams. Uh, you know, maybe not Darth Revan or Gas, but God, going first and then um, anyone that counters heals them or any assist heals them, like, they're going to be able to just take out teams. Yeah, I'm... I'm really interested to see where Aiden eventually lands in 3v3. Like I'm wondering if the if Aiden and Wampa are going to become the new social contract. Yeah, I like... so, well, that's fair. I think Aiden with only two other members doesn't have initial punching power to kill Treya. And this is a guess, like a pure mm, guess. A I don't point. know. I don't think they have enough punching power to kill the Treya though. That's so, a good point. Uh, maybe she does. Maybe an R8 with a R8 Death Trooper and an R7 Storm. Maybe it does. Um, but I think for like the average person, their Treya team is going to be able to handle a three-man item. Um, yeah, I got to get the Treya team up to Relic 7. Damn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Other teams. I... I had one. Um, uh, oh yeah, so so the team that was killing, I mean, the the team that had been such a pest for so long was Darth Revan. Um, yeah, you know, uh, just the the original three, uh, or honestly, like what people were starting to do at the end of three v three. Last three v three was split off Malak for for other nefarious purposes, which I actually think was wise. Um, but just using, uh, getting your troopers clocked for 3v3, which means you have to speed up your dark trooper a lot of times. Um, yeah. uh, but having Veers, Piet, and dark, and you have to make really clever use of that half step of dark troopers, uh, you know, what he gives elbow yeah. buffs and everything. You have to use that cleverly, uh, but you can, you can get past a lot of different Darth Revan teams with that. And I, I was starting to, starting to get a lot better at that toward the end, but, you know, that was always the team that's like, man, I, if I place General Skywalker, I don't, I don't have something that can like one shot Darth Revan still, but uh, Troopers, Troopers a good answer for it. Yeah, well, Troopers also kills that CLS team. I mean, that became my go-to counter uh, for the last season. Um, Absolutely. Let's see. Are there any other fun teams? I think. I mean, I think that's most of the fun teams. I will say. I'll give a bonus. If you're going to put Ray on defense, man, I got so much use out of Jedi Master Luke in the front and Ray IG and Quill in the back. I had so much, so much use out of those teams uh, because Ray IG and Quill can't be beat. Well, I shouldn't say can't. It can be beat by JML. And now there's R9 JML, which may change things, but. I had so many holds to Jedi Master Luke with that team by put it, placing Ray in the back. You put J your own JML in the front. They use Sith Eternal on JML. They get to the back, and it's like, oh, how do I beat this Ray? I guess I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Which was always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, do, I do like that distribution. And then you can have Bam go with with Han and Chewie. That's yeah. I think it like for. Yeah, like I well, I like Wedge Honchu, but that's that's against the softer teams, against the really tough teams, like General Skywalker kind of level teams. I really do like uh, Bam Honchu 
and yeah you know, that, that'll counter most off meta things just because you hit so damn hard with han and right. chewy and then you know and then they try to hurt you back and you have damage immunity it's, ma- <laughs> it's magic like he can protect it, right. he protects your whole team it's it's yeah it's magic it's wonderful so yeah um not to mention you get you get uh crit of crit immunity on bando from guard oh yeah from guard huh? <laughs> somebody's looking at prime force uh, so from guard uh, from oh from i Chewy. thought you said gar maybe i was the one looking at prime <laughs> I, force <laughs> I, I did say gar i just followed it up with a oh, okay <laughs> all right <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it all right um Oh, oh! Here's here's the question: How are you going to split up your bad batch? You you, were, you had a better handle on their mechanics back then, and I haven't really thought about it much. I think yeah. you liked I think you liked Wrecker with with. I did. So yes. what was the team? It's it's always it Hunter and Echo, and then Hunter Echo Wrecker, and they would destroy that annoying uh, Rex Five's Barris team. Yep. Well, that's the team I was just looking at on, on my list yeah. here. So I was like, oh yeah, I think I think that used to go down to to the bad batch. I think. I ever forget what I used to use on that, but but yeah, that's Rex 5's Barris is actually pretty annoying if people don't have a good handle on how they that's, use their bad batch. That yeah. Because remember, uh it used to be KRU Fox Watt would destroy Rex 5's Barris, and then the Watt nerf came and Fox was just like, I tried, guys. <laughs> um, right. It is, it is going to be interesting now. So many more people put R8 and R9 on fives since last 3v3 season. Oh, yeah. My, my fives is Relic 8 now. Um, yeah, I, I do. Barris is on my shortlist for Relic 7. So Yeah. Everyone's on my shortlist to Relic 7, though. So God, my, my list for Relic 7 is so large. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. I Let's know you compare were thinking size- it. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say let's compare sizes, but <laughs> oh um yeah, so and then with the other two for bad batch, I put them up with shock T, and that always did somewhat decently. Um I don't know I don't know if that's gonna be the case. And so the other question is Mon Mothma, like Mon Mothma, Cassian and K2 beat beat most grievous comps assuming nest isn't in the comp um and in theory it could beat nest but god i don't want to do that fight uh that leaves kyle katarn out yeah i don't know what the hell to do with him i'm confused oh god i think so i think we're we're going to see grievous on defense a lot more um just because it's it's not the same as grievous in 5v5 man if there's uh, one if there's one character i like uh, that just lets me down so hard in 3v3 where i or i super love him in 5v5 is grievous grievous yeah. is just so sad in threes man right um and so <laughs> um you know i can go back to using fin fin po to counter grievous because that works well by the way if you have fin fin po on offense it beats most Grievous teams, if not all. Um, I'm kind of really tempted to just use Mon Mothma, Kyle Katarn, Kara somewhere. I don't know where yet. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. 
but I'm really tempted. And because Kyle's going to gain, what, 20? No, 10% turn meter. So it's not going to be the same as 5v5. Um, right. But, well, here's the thing, though. He's going to have a proportionally larger number of turns that he's actually hitting for full damage. And right. So he, like, I just got him to Relic 7, and, like, he actually saved me in my last fight. Well, I mean, my last my last match, I, I didn't do super well. Anyways, but, uh, like, in my last fight, I thought I was going to, I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to actually lose to this team? I couldn't believe it. And uh, Kyle Katarn sustained, like, he's, he's like, no, man, I got you. Like, put, right. <laughs> put your burdens on my shoulders, and I, I'll carry you out of this. And that's that's what he did. He did. He, he just becomes a wrecking ball if you have him modded right, you know, with offense and some speed and whatever. But he's he is truly insane on on a Mon Mothma team. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be insane, like almost everywhere, though, as long as he can assist a lot. Right. And that's, um, that's the key. Yeah, I think I think so. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to try using them on offense. Um, as uh, Kyle plus one, because I've thought about with Kyle Katarn with uh, JML. I've been thinking of him with JKL actually. Yeah, that could work. Except for I, I like I like the JKL two mans. Um, but if you're gonna go in with the full team, I could definitely see that. Well, yeah. I mean, you could you could put you could put Jedi Knight Luke with Kyle, and I don't know. You could put one rebel, rebel fighter with him. You could you could put you could just put Hoda in there too. And you know, if the team's a little bit tougher, uh, that that way you yeah. have a bunch of assists. He's eventually going to get his Jedi Knight thing, and he's boosting his team and everything. I don't know. Yeah, I like I thought about him with JML because so JML JKL Hoda beats a lot of uh, a lot of the gls um but if you don't need him to beat a gl because people only set two and you break jkl off like you need two backup jedi on your roster to go with your jml and so i mean kyle could be a backup jedi um as sad as that is to say kyle turns a backup but i mean yeah, I, I i don't know in the hierarchy of Jedi, like I, I never consider putting him on a Jedi team. Like, I mean, I guess I, I get really good use out of my Mon Mothma team on offense in five v five. So, so there's there's also that. But I, I, you know what? He probably does fine as a Jedi. I just I've been I've been needed to use him on, as one. I like in five v five. I've I've loved the idea of having a slow Jedi Knight Luke with three. Rebel fighters like Rogue One Rebel fighters, and then a fast Kyle Katarn, because then you get the the turn meters to go the right way. Like you get him to sure. be way fast, he can call Jedi Knight Luke to go to take a turn. Jedi Knight Luke stuns everyone, reduces everyone's speed to his like dramatically yep. like hundred speeds self, and then the rest of the team like your <laughs> Kyle Katarn's like, hey, I'm, I'm still pretty quick. I'm taking three turns for every turn <laughs> here my opponent's taking. It's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, um like that idea but it it doesn't translate well to 3v3 so I, no no it does not i it, it'll be yeah um 
God. I feel like Kyle Katarn is going to be the one in the second week where we see a kind of meta with him. You know, like people kind sure. of experiment in week one. And then in the second week, we're like, oh, oh, look how they used him here. And that's that's how he starts getting used. Right. Oh, well, yeah, it, it very well may be that uh, that's that's how it goes. Um, uh, probably. I haven't seen anything super compelling yet for Jet for for him. But uh, here's here's one that I think is kind of the lost the lost child out of all of them is Talon. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, she still she could still make things good, but at, at the same time, like. She she is the she's the perfect fourth wheel for a team for for a lot of teams. Like Trey is like, hey, yeah. hey, you're pretty cool. If if we could fit you in, but like we've got three members, so leave. <laughs> right. Um, so the one thing I will say about Talon, and this is gonna sound obvious because everyone uses her on a, a Darth Revan team to boost speed up, but she can be really damn useful if you're you need a certain Sith to go a little faster. Sure. Well, yeah, like she's she's like the good plug and play. She's she gives you she's a you know speed on a stick, I guess, for Sith. Um, yeah. Like if you need Sith Eternal, like so this past five v five round, I needed I wanted I was going to do a Sith Eternal mirror, and. In Sith Eternal Mirrors, it is like 50 times better if your C goes first. Because then you're not building their ultimate charge when you link and you take a couple turns. Uh, his C was, what, 10, 10 faster than mine? And so I used Talon to go first. Because nice. she gave the 20-point boost. And it's like, oh, I go first. So I'm not saying I'm counting on that for every every GAC, but she is great in a pinch when you need, when you just need to squeeze a little bit more out of your team. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see what, what ends up being really good with Talon. Um, she'll be used, certainly. I just don't know where. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, agreed. Um, and maybe she gets used as a cleanup with your Savage to make Sauvage just a little bit faster to get that big hit off. Yeah, could be. You know? Um, so maybe she'll be on defense with a Sith Marauder who's, you know, 100k health already. <laughs> right, right. Or something. I, I don't know. That still sounds yeah. like it sucks, actually, so never mind. But <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's going to make... It's going to be... Um, Week one, man. Week one is going to be like the Wild West. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Blade's <laughs> GAC history at the end of week one and be like, ooh, look at that team. Look I'll be like, team. I'll be like, what was it? What was in the back zone? No one ever made it to the back zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's Blade. He'll cheese. They'll make it to the back zone. Yeah, they will. They will. <laughs> He'll just drop an 1855 on him. <laughs> um, or whatever the equivalent score is. It's gonna be like a 2855 now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gosh, the, with fleets now. 
right, so that that's an issue that it's like someone that's already i think it was prime force said someone said like streams are just going to be longer now 3v3 was already taking too much time and like that's my main that's my main like source of i, I would i would love it if we could play uh, like it, i would like to expand the total number of teams that we have to place for 3v3 but it, it already takes longer to play 3v3 than it does for 5v5 so uh, like streams are just going to take a lot longer well that's that's the problem so one of the problems with 3v3 one of my biggest complaints with 3v3 is you're only using like 90 something characters in 5v5 you're using 120 and 3v3 you're using 90 something and we have so many characters now. Like our everybody's rosters have grown since the last time we've had 3v3. And sure, the younger accounts that are just entering Kyber 5 or Kyber 4 are gonna be like, uh, how the hell am I gonna place 15? But the people in Kyber 1, man, we're not gonna use more than half of our roster. And that's that's a little disappointing. But like you said. I also don't want to be doing two hours worth of attacks. Yeah, I mean, I already do that sometimes if, if things go <laughs> sideways. True. Like that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, like there, there's serious issues, especially I all have two alts, and I don't. I wouldn't expect everyone to want to watch, you know, that the slog through the alts. But right. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a big question. What what should we do? How should we manage this? Yeah. Um, We'll see what the announcement is, man. I I really think it's going to be like a state of the galaxy uh, that comes out because there's so much information we need. Maybe it does. Maybe the state of the galaxy doesn't come out till May fourth, and then they release like a video in state of the galaxy. There's so much information we need. Right. Well, there there really is, including what's going to happen with Star Killer. What do you think is going to happen? Because they did. I saw. I mean, I've I've heard it a few different few different sources, but I saw the post earlier today. Uh, CG did say that they're gonna address Star Killer. Oh yeah, they they've said that since December. Um, right. So the question is, how are they gonna do it? Well, are they just gonna say like, hey, you can have the same things, just make it so that you take two of your you know normal five requirements. So. You so greedily i wanted to be sith in a light side unaligned force user i think it's going to be one sith one jedi yeah my guess is that it's one light side one dark side if i had to guess that would be ideal for me because then i could run darth vader vesis uh star killer and keep ep mara separate okay. like, i really want to keep ep mara separate unless unless ep mara is taking out gls then I will gladly, gladly use them with Starkiller. But EP Mara, like, Mara's going to go first and the team's just going to win. And I saw people in chat say EP Mara BSF. I don't think you need that. It's, like, literally just going to be EP Mara, and they're just going to go to town. Um, <laughs> it would be a spectacle, though. Well, plus, Mara's not going to have as crazy turn meter gain in 3v3, actually. Not, right. And Lord, or uh, Lord Vader. Palp is there's going to be less shocks on the field, so he's less machine gunny, but it's still going to be Mara goes, Palp goes, stun, dead. Right. Well, 
Yeah, but but if you can take EP Mara with Starkiller, then I feel like that's what people are still going to take because Starkiller is going to make Mara so much faster, and it's just going right. to you know escalate things a lot. Right. It it all it's all a question of what it's going to be, which right. we don't know. <laughs> that's the downside of Omicrons. We don't know. Like can't even test it right now. Um, oh we well oh yeah with star killer yeah you're right yeah ep mara we could test yes ep mara we could test um ep mara lord vader someone said in chat gosh <laughs> <laughs> ep mara gar that's better uh, <laughs> yeah uh, that's oh god uh so much remodding i need to do 3v3 now and we don't even know like i want to speed up Bastila, speed up Shakti again, speed up Jedi Knight Revan again. Yeah, yeah, yeah 3v3, man. I, I don't know. I've, I was actually, for, for a while there, I was like, oh, I think I have it down now. I don't need to switch mods for 3v3 versus 5v5. I think I'm going to have to do that, though. Like, yeah. for instance, if you run the CLS 2e2po team, or sorry, 3 whatever the the two three po yeah um uh, the commander luke like he actually really wants in 3v3 he really likes that crit avoid arrow i think if yeah. i'm remembering correctly um yes crit avoid arrow and tenacity cross was was what we're right. doing in 3v3 right well and i still have the tenacity cross on him but the yeah that crit avoid arrow is probably gonna have to go back on him right now i think i think he's got a right now i think he's got an offense arrow as it stands yeah. so you know yeah that that'll be something i have to address yeah um all right we've been going for an hour and 40 minutes though we should oh. probably zoom zoom through the rest of this uh and actually there were a lot of podcast questions tonight as well yeah man let's um, do it so real quick how did your week go this week uh so my main account i was i was in the i was in a group that touched the top 50 like i was i was number 55 going in and so my first match a uh, really close one against dark side uh he made it really cool by attacking simultaneously to me and so uh, it ended up being ships uh, coming down to ships and i i got the good rng and he didn't i ended up ending by one banner and then the next match was against fallen he uh Gosh, I couldn't, I, I had a really bad time with Jedi Master Kenobi against his, uh, against his, or sorry, but Jedi Master Luke against his Jedi Master Kenobi. And I, I lost for the first time in like six months against it. And uh, then I couldn't even clear his front zone. So that was, that was embarrassing. He beat me pretty badly. Um, and then the the final match was against Rockefeller. And the, this is, this demonstrates how important going second can be because what ended up happening was I couldn't clear his Jedi Master Kenobi again, a, a second fail in a row with Jedi Master Luke, really embarrassing as well. But I, I was like, okay, we can clear it. We could do all this stuff. It's cool. Um, then I couldn't, I couldn't clear it, even though I'd killed Cat and everything and, and General Skywalker still couldn't clear it. And then I ran out of teams for the top zone. I, I, I was stupid. And so I left myself open uh, to the to what he exactly what he did, like because I, I failed a couple times up top to get. So I, I cleared everything but Jedi Master Kenobi, but I got a bad score. He went in 
And once he cleared the front zone, he just decided not to attack my star killer uh, uh, because he knew he couldn't clear it. He cleared my other two teams in the back, didn't clear my star killer, killer and got good efficient banners up top and then killed through ships. And I ended up, uh, he ended up winning by 30 banners, which I easily could have avoided if I just used General Sky or General Grievous up top against one of his teams. Like yeah. easily would have gotten that and gotten the win. I, I was, so, you know, the loss is totally on me. Uh, sucks. Like, and then he did a couple of, a couple of attacks on Starkiller, but he didn't need to. He didn't need to clear that back zone because he knew that I couldn't clear his. So, right. um, so that was that. Uh, I went one and two, and I'm ranked number 111 going into it. So, all right. Uh, now go two and one, and you can finish top 100. Yeah. Um, very educational week for me. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, what? How was your week solo? Uh, so I, I, I went two and one. Uh, so first match I was up against Guildmate. Um, my attacks went very well. His attacks did not, he had four GLs on defense. I had two GLs on defense and star killer. Um, he failed a couple times. I did not. And I just rolled through for like an 18, 15. So I got, I got low banners on a few of them, but I just, you know, strolled through his defense while he struggled on mine. So that that brought me to my my second matchup where, and same thing, same same exact front zone, front bottom actually, same four GLs on defense, same teams. This time I got an eighteen sixteen on offense, and he failed multiple times. Um, so I got the win, and then the light at the end of the tunnel of round three was me against JB from Caw Patrol. To put this in perspective, he has 68 plus 25 mods and 228 plus 60 or plus 20 mods. Um, and he had a million GP more than me. Like I, I went into the fight knowing I was going to go two and one and I was, I was okay with that. I still tried obviously. Um, and so I knew he was going to place five GLs. He did. Um, I didn't know he was going to play star killer. That kind of, that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop because he had five GLs and star killer on defense. <laughs> and a he, bonus so, yeah. So he has uh, an R9 Supreme leader Kylo that's on defense. They put on defense with 170 K health. Then he had, yeah, and then it was like what an R8 uh red Sith trooper, an R9 KRU, and an R8 first order stormtrooper. I was just like, no, my my Jedi Knight Revan with this poor little R4 Bastila just is not going to cut it. Um, so my plan was always to kill the sides and then clean up with Geos plus Droidica. I killed the sides. Damn, Supreme Leader Kylo had too much health. I couldn't, I couldn't um, kill it with Geos and Droidica. So then I had to clean up with troopers. And the second you have to waste a strong team, you know, my entire attack plan was foiled. Opened up the back to find Lord Vader and um, Star Killer in the back, and it just went to hell. And so then I just tried some stuff like. At that point, I knew I had lost. So 
I could have one shot the top easily, but I didn't want to use bounty hunters because I wanted to see if I could use them on the anti-bounty hunter comp for Lord Vader. And so I had to multi-shot a, a Django IG Quill team just because I wanted to save bounty hunters. I knew I lost. So I was like, ah, screw it. Um, and then I did not clear. And so he, he did clear. The one bright side I can say is his bounty hunter team is very well modded, very well reliced, And my Lord Vader with two Inquisitors, Maul and Royal Guard stopped his bounty hunter team. And so I feel like if it stopped his, that team can stop any bounty hunter team. Um, so that was the one bright side that came from it. I went two and one. I am now what? Six and three. Um, which as long as I don't go 0 and 3 next week puts me is going to give me a winning record. So no complaints on that nice. front. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's our weeks that we zoomed through. Uh, podcast questions. Well, lightning we can round. Zoom through, yeah, we can zoom through some of these. Uh, Zareth, how much time does it take you to come up with the introductory one liners for your videos? Because they always make him laugh. Not long at all. It usually takes less than 30 seconds to figure out what I want to do. Uh, I'm right. just, I have a million quotes in my head. <laughs> just, <laughs> just rattling uh, around. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember 3v3, but here's a quote. <laughs> I mean, if essentially, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So then for me, how helpful from a player growth standpoint was it to watch end all attack your defense? What was your mindset? Uh, were you looking for anything in particular while watching? And I can't be honest with you. Um, it was fun to watch my defense get attacked, like because you see how it performs. I don't think it changed anything about how I approached anything. Um, part of it was probably that Endall had... Endall just didn't have the relics that I have. And a few of the fights were decided by that. So it's kind of like... A, well, I know he used this counter. It should have worked, but relics. Um, and then on the other fronts, he used counters I've seen him use before. And just it's my team instead of somebody else's team. So, I mean, it was useful, but I, I wouldn't say that I went into it like, oh, man, I'm going to learn so much from these attacks type of thing. Yeah, I like to see my defense go. Uh, what I like What I like to see is how if someone does record it, I like to see uh, just like the shape of things and how, how the, the choices I made on defense impact their decisions on offense. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, puts a squeeze on them. They're like, Oh shoot. I have to use such and such character here. Cause I forgot that the other characters on defense. I need right. something, etc. cetera. Uh, all right. Next one. The grand inquisitor event is going to be a time limited event, AKA like every previous legendary. Do you like this? Um, do you like how they're setting it up? Um, I'm kind of cringing right now because uh, it's set up right now. Uh, so it's not set up the way that every legendary is, actually. Um, every other legendary you could unlock at five stars. Well, maybe not every other one, but a lot of them you could. And uh, they also... The, they're they're basically forcing us to like we, we have to spend a significant amount of money if we want to get in the first go around and 
I, I don't know how I feel about this. This is the first time I felt like totally pushed into a corner of like, well, you kind of need him if you're going to compete at the top, but you're going to have to pay out your, at your ears if you're going to do that. So, well, and we don't know how much it's going to cost. Like, if they release Fifth Brother for soft whaling immediately, like, it's not going to cost us any more than sure. it would have cost anyway. So it depends. I'm withholding judgment on that one for how they do it. If they just say, here's Fifth Brother, he's um, he's not going to be available for soft whaling or farming by the time the event comes out, then it's kind of like a big F-U-C-G. If they, if they say we've accelerated him, like they announce him tomorrow, we get him this week, and they say he's accelerated – um and then we he's farmable when the event runs then mm-hmm. i'm going to feel differently so it all depends on how they do it yeah um yeah, you're right like like spotter says we don't even have his kit yet like he might not come out until the kenobi show drops which is the end of may yeah uh, i'm willing to withhold judgment i'm uh I'm not feeling super duper optimistic, but sure, I'll withhold it. <laughs> and that's a completely fair feeling based on previous experience. But um, I think yeah. band, I think Bando, we just didn't get the first time either, right? But we didn't really need him. Like he's well, he's pretty good. He was just non-essential. And he also, there was no rush for him because he went to the journey guide immediately. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, all right. Next question. What are some important speeder gear targets for ships with less useful pilots? Uh, see, he made the mistake. It said Gar. Uh, earmuffs prime. Like Gar and ISC were the Rogue One ships. Like when you look at fleets, what are some of the, the special speeds that you're looking for? So the one that I've been looking at a lot lately is Special Forces TIE Pilot, um, yeah. uh, because you need to be able to outspeed. If Home 1 is on defense and they have a Relic 7 Biston, then your Relic 5 Special Forces TIE Pilot isn't fast enough, apparently. So uh, that's that's one that I've been looking at. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what about you? Uh, so Biston, I think it's 150, but let me make sure before I actually quote that. No, no, 155, maybe. My mind, no, 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 it's 156. It's whatever it takes to get Biston. Yeah, it's 156 is the magic number. Um, It's to get Biston to 195 speed, which if they set the exec with the triple attacker fleet, that gets you to go before their IG-88 and lets you take Rebels against that fleet. So Biston at 156, his U-Wing, that's the magic number now. It used to be 154 to beat Negotiators. That number's increased now with Executor in the mix. Nice. Um, And then Gar and ISC, it's, uh, what is it, 195 minus 45. That's that's the speed you want him at uh, to go before the negotiator fleet. So that's 150. What that's why I was thinking 150. It's because of Gar. Um, 
because it, it, if you get him to go before the negotiator fleet, he can use the the buff immunity that hopefully lands before they start taking a turn and get your empire going. Um, all right. For your alt is a double only Akbar and Lair team at all a priority. And what's the best squad comp to make the team work? And we'll leave out the clash idea, which actually his his Akbar is pretty good. But when you start using CLS with Akbar only, <laughs> you know. Uh, but so uh, are you making Akbar and Leia a priority for your alt? You know, I, I actually I wasn't. Um I think in 3v3 that Omicron becomes a lot better because you can you, you start, you can get like the Omicron makes it machine gun Leia sure. immediately. So so ju just uh, on that merit alone, I think it's it's something that I've I'm gonna be looking at quite a bit. I don't know, I don't know if that's gonna end up being what what the priority is on that account. I, I think. I think there's a decent chance that the biggest question is, can I get Stormtrooper? Like, is how expensive is it for that account for me to get Stormtrooper Han up and running? Because I actually really do think that like an Akbar Stormtrooper Han uh, Leia comp could be ruinous. It, it could be really good on uh, 3v3. So uh, I have no intention on those Omicrons. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're already short both of them like my alt has already has yeah. the, the akbar one so it wouldn't be that much right. of a stretch fair, uh, yeah that's fair um all right are either of uh star killers special omicrons worth it would you put one or both of them before Iden dash or wampa assuming you have the other characters for Iden dash Iden dash geared up already um what what are your thoughts? I'll, I have I have thoughts. I'll let you. Um, I'll let you so, is it is it worth it? Yes, it, it, the one with the healing immunity, so you don't time out on race. One hundred percent worth it. Would I apply it before Iden or Wampa? Probably not. Before Dash, probably. That's um, that's how I I would rank it. Iden Wampa, Star Killer. Well, unique Star Killer, unique first, but then Iden Wampa, yeah, um, special. Yeah, Star Killer, unique, absolutely. And then, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it, like almost exactly. In fact, I think it's a worthwhile Omicron. I applied it. I don't regret it. Um, and yeah, Dash Dash is good on his own. Like he's still super fast, and everyone starts prepared. And a lot of times, that initial prepared is what decides the fight, anyways. So, yeah. so I, I mean, it, it's a good, it is a good Omicron, but yeah, yep, exactly what you said. All right. Um, and the last one, is it worth it to build up a General Veers Troopers team? I've heard they can do lots of good work, but I don't know if it's worth the Zeta and Mod investment. As oh an add-on, who should I put in the fifth slot after Veers, Piet, Gideon, and Dark? Oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, okay. So, so you, you should watch my alts and the way they operate because it, it is truly disgusting the things they can do. Like all you need. So, so first off, you're you're wrong that you only need one Zeta. You need the Piet Zeta as well. The plan yeah. Zeta. That's that is absolutely essential. So you need Veers and Piet. Uh, but then 
like on Prevail Man, everyone's gear nine and I still kill relic teams with it uh, as long as I outspeed. Uh, sorry, I say relic nine, I meant gear nine. Um, or maybe I said gear nine. Anyways, I, uh, and, and on Professor X, I have, uh, so, so the team, I guess, that you want to be shooting for is Veers, Piet, Dark, and then Stark and Range. Gideon can go elsewhere. You don't need to gear him. You know, he does it. It's not part of the team. That, uh, he could be, he's a good part of the team, sure. But um, in a lot of ways, you, you don't need him. You, you just put a gear nine. Uh, so my, my alt has Relic 2 on Dark, Relic like 8 on PX. I needed him for, for Executor. And then everyone else is gear 11. Well, sorry, Veers is gear 11. And then the other two are gear nine. And I'm still killing a ton of stuff. Uh, so one of the cheapest squads in the game honestly it's ridiculous how cheap it is yeah that's i mean they're my go-to darth revan killers like that's i i don't even think about anybody else it's yeah okay i'm gonna kill them and like you said as long as your piet's fast enough you don't need gideon if you right. uh and so you use stark if if you're going after a super fast team though, and you have a fast Gideon. I mean, it certainly, certainly does not hurt. In fact, all these Darth Revan with Talon teams, I usually use Gideon to get out ahead of them. So, sure. Uh, yeah. But, so there's no denying that Gideon's helpful, but I wouldn't say he's, he was not the one of the core. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. And that's the other thing. That trooper team can get four for four in dark side territory battles every phase if you play them right. Yep, it's not just useful in in GAC or territory wars. It's uh, yeah, and and it's useful in galactic challenges and in conquests. Just uh, overall, a, an amazing investment for for what you get from it. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, so that's all the podcast questions. Let's talk real quick about your alt how did professor x do this week ah so everyone i everyone in my whole group had either four or five i guess there was some people with six uh galactic legends i don't think i maybe i faced one of them it's all kind of vague um here's the thing uh, there's there's this whole thing about people like to go efficiency like they, they like efficiency play they like to be able to to win with, with their good teams and stuff and they so they like to undersize to get good scores and everything and so uh They'll, they'll do that as just like their auto set they don't scout me and realize i only have two or like one and a half galactic legends because <laughs> i don't even have my ult yeah. on kenobi yet and so two of those guys just kept all of them for offense and sure they they got a good score but i got a way better one and just destroyed them and i'm like if if you have five gls and you're letting me beat you I, i'm gonna i'm gonna let you let me beat you like I'll, I'll allow that. So, so I went two and one this week The the other one actually went to efficiency play, but he, he actually put some really good defensive comps down. He actually landed a, an 1840 on me. I couldn't believe Oof. it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like the very best defense. I I've never gotten anyone score to score even close to that. So that, that floored me. And then I lost by 40 on that one said I got, I, I they put so much pressure on me. I, I had to go try to do an undersized that was ill-advised, and it just didn't work out. So, uh, you know, good good on him. He uh, he had an eighteen, or, or he had a he had a 
what 8.7 million gp roster to my like not quite 7 million so a small difference small small difference there right well you know he had the mod advantage he's i'm like you you must have just been ignoring gac because you had you have everything i think that was the guy who had six so oh yeah it's like okay all right good good match i guess but you know (laughs) whatever so two and one I'm, i'm actually if i win two matches in a row in my next week or just two matches. No, I'd have to, I'd have to win all three to stay there, but um, I'm actually within two wins, consecutive wins from Kyber one on that account. So. Oh, wow. I might be, might be able to, I, I'm getting Fennec. She's relic now. She's relic five. I might be able to get her a little higher. I've got, get the ultimate on Kenobi. We might be able to actually, you know, and Maul's been doing good work. Might be able to shoot, yeah. shoot upward in the rankings a bit. Uh, what about Liam? Uh, so, so I went two and one when I probably shouldn't have gone two and one. Uh, my first opponent set four GLs and Starkiller and I, I cleared, I cleared the four GLs and Starkiller without a problem. And of course I fail on Mon Mothma of all teams. Um, <laughs> but good news is I ended up winning by four because he failed in fleets and one other place. Um, so I got the win there. Then I go into my Friday night round. And this guy just got me. Um, he's never set Jedi Master Kenobi on defense before. So he set two GLs and Starkiller in the front. And then the backdoor Jedi Master Kenobi. I just couldn't clear him. Just couldn't clear him. I actually got, I even got Cat and I think it was Mace. I got the tank and Cat down uh, because I took in Sith Eternal. I kind of made a mistake uh, where I... I burned armor and i only had so i only had what to go with <laughs> sith eternal i got down cat still and i was like oh thank god i got down cat and then i could kill kenobi um oh. yeah so that was my loss then i went into round three talking about troopers um I, you know i've run troopers with gideon probably over a hundred times against darth revan between the two accounts and then this one time for some stupid reason i don't even know why i tried to remove i did the turn meter removal move with gideon and well there's the fail because you can't remove their turn meter and you remove your turn meter which means their entire team got to take a turn um oh yeah game over yep so i i lost that battle and then i had to use a gl to clean it up and then, so I got into the back zone and I had nothing. I, it was like this cascading event of once you, once your plan gets thrown off, like every attack gets thrown off from there on. And man, I lost so many times. And he had a, a mall team in the back and I just couldn't clear mall. Uh, I got it down to mall, candy, and Django. And the problem was, uh Django had full health and protection candy didn't which means Django all always got the initial taunt so I could never no matter what team I took in I couldn't take out Candorous because I was on fumes at that point anyway I wasn't exactly taking good teams and just couldn't clear and so I finished Sunday night I'm like god damn I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win and then he starts attacking today and he gets into fleets and I see a two. I'm like, huh, look at that. I just got a hold. And then 
he clears that fleet and then he clears mm. the third fleet and then i saw a four and i was like huh look at that i got another hold there's no way he's not going to clear me and then apparently he attacked again and prime bot didn't give me any notifications because he didn't kill anyone mm. but i opened the board at one point and he he left malevolent standing and so i won because the top is worth more now because of fleets so i didn't clear one zone on the bottom he didn't clear fleets and i ended up winning by like 20 <laughs> oh geez like, oh man i should not have won this um <laughs> like, i kind of feel bad it, but it's uh, not really <laughs> yeah the best part of it all is he had executor on offense <laughs> so i got two holds and he got ex- he had executor on offense <laughs> oh man that's super rough for him oh yeah yeah uh I don't care. But fun for awesome. me. So I, so I went two for two and one, and I'm six and three on that account. Um, mm, headed into this final week. Yeah. Actually, I didn't look to see where I was ranked. I, I think I was, I was quickly approaching um, the top 1,000, which is terrifying. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah. I think with the loss, I'm not going to get there, but. I was I was approaching it this past week, so that's I'm not ready for that. Um, definitely can't stay there if I make it. Um, but yeah, it's so that thousand's good. Yeah, that that was the alt. Um, so this week, what have you done with your roster to try and get ready for this upcoming week? Because we still have. One 5v5 week left before uh, 3v3 starts. Um, What have I done? I haven't, I've hardly done anything. I'm just I'm in holding mode right now. Uh, I'll, I'll probably end up getting Mace moved up a little bit. Oh, I did just on a whim get Jedi Knight Guardian to, uh, to high gear, um, or not to high gear, to gear 12. So... I, I don't know how All I right. feel about that. It wasn't wasn't that interesting, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's basically it. I, nothing nothing too crazy so far. I'm I'm trying to think of what I've because uh, I definitely do have enough mats to actually get someone moved up. Uh, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. Though. So what are your what have you been doing? Uh, so this week I got Daka to R seven. I got Jolie to R seven, and I got Sith Eternal to R nine. So it was uh, making moves week. Um, so the turn of the R nine is nice. Yeah, yeah that that extra that extra health, man. It it goes, it can go a long way. Um, so yeah, that that's what I did this week. Will be less productive, uh, just because I'm farming all the gear for the Inquisitors that we know about, and apparently between. Was it seventh sister and eighth? Seven, between seventh and eighth, they need three of the G12 laptops. And so I am farming the hell out of those. Okay. That way, once eighth goes to seven stars, we can just get them to R5 immediately. It's fair. Yeah. Um, and with that, that's that's generally the podcast. Guys, we have one week of GAC left. 
You can find us on uh, our personal pages on Wednesday for our attacks if you want to watch them live. My well, I, pers- I actually won't be here on Wednesday. Oh, I'll, I'll oh be that's out of right. Town. You told me that. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, then you can find me live on Wednesday uh, at Solo Base 15. You can find Zareth's videos apparently at Zareth Prevails on YouTube. Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll be on YouTube. <laughs> yep. Then we'll have Gambit Fight Night on Friday, and then Sunday, maybe Zareth will grace us with his presence on Twitch. Um, I may indeed. That is uh, Zareth underscore prevails on Twitch. I will be on my personal page immediately after him. Um, And then we'll be back here next Monday for another podcast. Really getting ready for a 3v3 and wrapping up the 5v5 season. So... With that said, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, guys. uh, Don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks.